was Judy. That's the chair's name. I don't know oh. why, but... That chair starts Judy. Yeah. Falls apart. Yeah, exactly. So, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Carson's Conversations. This is episode 17. We're getting there. We're going to be slowing down a little bit because it's getting back into the school time and I'm not going to be able to uh, film as much as I normally would. But, uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming in. I'll let you introduce yourself because you've got a crazy project ahead of you and it's really interesting. It's definitely fascinating with the way the world has kind of taken a turn into understanding more about mental illness and depression and a lot of type of stuff. So why don't you start off and tell us about yourself? Yeah, so uh, my name is Dan Palacini and I'm the founder of The Rambler Project. It's pretty much a content-based hub for mental health and um, there's a lot of different kind of factors involved. The whole idea is to kind of find a way to mainstream, normalize and stigma and kind of you know find a way to build a community where um, we pu- we push information that finds you. So it kind of you know I, I wouldn't even say like it, it's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say it's something that's just for people who feel like they're going through something a mental illness or they have some sort of like resemblance. Like this is something for everybody that we're trying to do, mm-hmm. and it's just be able to post um, information that hopefully that they can connect with and use to their advantage. So moving forward. So what kind of platforms are you focusing on now, and which ones are you using? Because it, that's also a, something that's going to be able to reach out even further because I know if, if you want to hit like the younger demographic of people just yeah. entering school like that, you got to find like Snapchat and stuff like other ways like that, which is going to work. Yeah. So what, which ways are you using to get into figuring out the best way to do um, Right now it's like Instagram, um, which is like the really big one. And yeah. then on top of that, it's like Facebook is like, obviously everybody knows it's super integrated with, within Instagram mm-hmm. and all that. And then on top of that, we do a little bit of YouTube, but that's kind of something that is like a future project. And then, yeah, of course, something like the the Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, that stuff kind of is all in the back burner, but it's definitely f- still in the foundation phase. Yeah. So it'll build up through like the three main platforms and then start maybe branching off from yeah. some other prospects. So. That's definitely good. That's a, that's a real good plan. So I'm more curious about like what kind of started it. Did you ever have your own kind of battles or yeah. school issues or anything like that? Yeah. Like I've always been an extremely anxious person. Like I worried a lot um, when I was young, like you don't put things together. But, you know, it's something that I share a lot is, like, I remember, like, I played a lot of hockey mm-hmm. like, with my brother and stuff like that. And we'd be in the arena. I'd be, like, six, seven years old. We'd be in, like, Fort Erie or wherever we yeah. would be. And if I didn't see him in the stands, I'd be, like, this dude got kidnapped. He yeah. was gone. He was taken. It was that like, bad. Worst case scenario, we go to the grocery store. Um, I'd be, like, same age, maybe, like, five, six again. And my mom would lock the car. We'd go to the grocery store. I'd be, like, you didn't lock the car. I'd be freaking out. But at that time, there's, like, nothing even that someone could steal from the car. Yeah. So it's, like, this constant, like, worry anxiety I've always carried. But then over time, um, it just kind of just escalated, escalated, escalated. It went to like a social anxiety phase kind of throughout high school, which mm-hmm. is where I think a lot of people try and figure out who they are. Yeah. And that's kind of what direction they want to go. And I was just like in this anxious bubble time in high school. I had minimal conversations with people. I was more of a follower. Like I had that strong like, hockey community of friends, sports community. So I kind of just was more of a follower. And yeah. I let kind of other people and society kind of shape who I was as a person because I didn't know. I, I was couldn't. still so nervous. I was nervous to be myself. And then, like everything that gets bottled down, suppressed, and kind of bottled up, I should say, and suppressed, and um, kind of not really looked into, you have a breaking point. So, like, I think mine was like kind of several little breaking points that built up, and that's when I kind of realized, like, oh, something's kind of going on here. Like, I should definitely look further into this and kind of see, like, what's going on. Like, I need to, like, like literally, I have to figure out what's going on. You have on to myself. find out what's going on if something gets Yeah, so bad. I can move forward and kind of, um, you know, try and start living with living my life. So. That's, yeah, that's deep. That's, yeah. I've never, I'm that's lucky. That's a skin version a little bit too. It so is, which is, that's a, yeah. I've never had to experience anything like that. And I've only, yeah. I've only kind of experienced the, the output of something getting to the worst point it can get. Um, but 
yeah, it that's just yeah, and just kind of because. I hope I'm, this is this podcast isn't making you anxious in any way. Oh, dude, not man. It's, no, it's just, you've like, gotten a lot my better. My day to day is exactly like this right now. Oh, really? Much. Like I tons of communicating with people and um, like literally the same thing. So what? Call, stuff so like what that, are you so. doing now? Is it all Rambler Project or are you? So I still have a, I have a full time job as well. Mm-hmm. I work for an electrical company in Burlington, yep. and then Rambler Project's all kind of like a that's what I call it project. It's more like a passion project. Um, but yeah, usually like. Let's say I work till four, then four till when I go to bed. There's like a couple hours of time mixed in there where it's always devoted to. It's always kind of grinding out, yeah. Yeah, just kind of moving forward and piecing together kind of what I want to do the next week, the next month, the next year, kind of. And that's that's just, that's yeah. great because yeah, it's yeah. even just doing like the podcast. It there's you have to plan so much in advance, yeah. like even just for guests and finding out what people should come on. Like I, for me, uh, and for finding you, I just went through all. Uh, all the suggested friends on Instagram and I was yep. just like who yep. who would be a cool person to have one I was like the Rambler Project let's see that I see that there's a whole bunch of people I know that are already following them because yeah. I don't know I think my brother knew no a whole bunch of friends you guys know or something like that yeah. but, but it was it just kind of worked out and I was just like that's what I got to do constantly if I'm going to try and get it somewhere and yeah just this, this old this moral stories just like it takes hard work and I think the tough thing too is like when circling back to like kind of the whole mental health thing is like people take the easiest route, especially when it comes to like how, what they do and how they live and how like, for me, it's like even like the career I ended up being in right now was like kind of like not forced upon me, but it's like, you know how it is in high school, everything's so rushed. Like they're like, what pro, like literally usher you into a college university it's program ridiculous. and you're kind of trapped in a corner and then you think like maybe this is the best fit for you, your parents influence you, you have like friends, society in your school. And then, like as I said before, things just kind of like escalate. So it's like now it's kind of kind of just backtracking for lost time and actually doing something that I really that enjoy you actually enjoy. To, yeah, so. that's what I've seen with schools and even kind of parents and teachers just kind of pushing a lot of things onto kids our age and some people that aren't fully set up with their mental uh, stability and stuff like that. It's just not a safe area or a good area for kids to kind of figure out what they want to do with their lives. Because like you said earlier, there's a lot of people still figuring out who they are as a person yeah. and what they like and what they want to uh, insp- just have in life and what to do. Yeah. So, so kind of pushing it on to people is just, it's too early, I think. Do you ever think, did you ever have any issues with uh, like medications? Do you take any anxiety medications or anything like that? No, I haven't. I, like, that's good. That's, like looking back now to um, like maybe I should have, especially like in high, like even high school, just after high school. But like I said before, like. I like breaking point. It kind of came like I'm just trying to remember now, like the sequence of events. But it was just like I had like a physical breakdown too. Like I, um, I kept pulling my groin, and I kept pulling, kept pulling. It was like third time, and I was like, it was almost like a tear. I'm like, everyone kept blaming hockey, hockey, hockey. The first couple of times was through there, and I was like, man, I just walked across the road. Like it shouldn't be tearing like that. So then, of course, like you go the whole route of like kind of the whole procedures, like physio, Cairo, I did osteo, I did sports medicine, I went to like a sports physio, like therapist, yeah. massage, my family doctor. And then finally, I was like, I forget where I was, I was a McMaster, like the sports medicine clinic there. And the guy's like, like, you said the last time wasn't from hockey, right? Like you get treated, thinking it's like a salt, like a, like, he's like, this keeps happening. And like, let's dive a bit deeper into it. And it turns out because like, I've been so anxious for so long and so much anxiety and kind of suppressed stuff in my system that like that energy has to go somewhere. So what mm-hmm. I was doing was like shortening all my muscles up in my body because that stress really? and anxiety has to go somewhere if you think about it. Yeah. I wasn't getting it out of my body. So all like my, you have two muscles. I had like my, um, my psoas and my adductor and they both kind of like, my adductor literally had like no length to it. Really? So when I moved my leg a certain way, it just, it would just keep, it would just keep pulling. Yeah. I didn't know about this. So it was all from, cause 
your mental health is related to your physical health, right? 100%. Like it's like intertwined, but no one, no, you don't learn that. Yeah. So well, they, then, they know nothing about it though. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, nothing at all. And I was just so pissed off. I'm like, nobody knows about any of this. Like no one knows about any of this. And then, um, you know, I got to an age where I guess it would have been like what last year, like, well, early this year. And I was like 24 and all my friends, like 20, 22, 23, 24, like you're all, they're all starting to like, take on these crazy obstacles in their life whether it be a family member or friend pass away yeah. or they're done university have no idea to do with their life. So they're just crazy kind of anxious or they have money issues because now they're on their own or there's like so many factors that come into these like my friend's lives and I'm seeing leave my parents and like, and it's just like, but no one knows how to deal with it, especially men. Like they have no idea because they yeah. don't open up about it or they have, they're really, it's a big issue too. Yeah. Guys are emotional, man, but like they, they're not allowed to society. Like, it's I just, grew, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like the ego kind of takes oh, over. Man. We're in like, yeah. and it's the egos is the worst thing about anybody really. Like you, you see so many people that, they get stuck in being the man, like yeah. being the guy that can do everything. And I kind of went through a phase where I was like, oh, let me see. I can do this. I'll do anything for you. Yeah. Like, let me do that. And then I was just like, no, I, I physically can't do this. It will not happen. And yeah. it's just like you have to kind of break down those barriers as a person and find it out for yourself. And that's just a really hard thing for yeah. people to do, right? Yeah, it's like funny you say it too because it's like you also too, it's like you say be the man. It's like we all have this like template. We had to follow like this like – rock formation mold that we're like we're supposed to always be like when i said i can i grew up in like the hockey culture right yeah, so it's like that's it's the same guy and then everyone's supposed to be molded like that guy so all you're supposed to carry yourself like that like be that type of person like kind of engage in that culture but then like so many people now are so good at being chameleon especially guys right it's like every it seems like every group of guy like group of guys is the same guy yeah so it's like people are so good at fitting in but they're not being themselves and it's like because you're whenever you go against the grain you kind of get ridiculed a bit but, that's that's another like, big I, issue. I, I kind of blame all that too, like just like kind of where I came up and how I came up and stuff like that too. They, so. And that's such a it's it sucks that it's that it's that way, right? Where because sports are meant to be a, a way for people to kind of not only figure out what they want to do, but they it's able for them to make friends and make long lasting friends. And I know because I played sports my whole life, hockey yeah. and football and stuff like that. That I've known people and. I've had a whole bunch of people that have been helping me out through that time and just we've been able to do stuff or figure out something that's better for me or better for them and it, it works like that but there's always those okay, like once in a while you'll get a group of people that it just doesn't fit yeah. and it causes more stress for the other person and I'm not sure if that was your scenario but I've just seen that happen in the in, in other groups. Yeah. yeah. It's just like it's kind of almost like turmoil. Yeah, it's just kind of you, you realize like like I'm not this person. Like maybe you are like there's a lot of similarities like there's overlaps but it's almost like he feels like, like we were all like in my group, my friend group, we're all like the same mold. Yeah. And then that's when it kind of came to a point. I'm like, nah, like I'm not this. It was like little factors like this, like kept pooling up, right? And then, yep. And then like I was said, like there was like a breaking point. It was kind of like physically, mentally. I just like like woke up and I know this is the same time as like the groin issue and all that and stuff. And I had no motivation. I'd be in bed. I'm like, what am I like? At this point, like, I had money. I had opportunity. I can go do whatever I want, really. And I was just like, I had no motivation to do anything. I was like in pain. I was like, this sucks. Like, and that's why I was like, okay, I gotta start figuring this out. Was right it now. more? Was it just so. like a crazy amount of anxiety, or do you think you, would you categorize it as more of like a? You're in like a depressive state. I was in depressive state for sure, but I was yeah. never like suicidal. I was never yeah. like. Well, there's that's there's two different real kind of yeah. There's parts a couple of, yeah. There's a couple it's like a spectrum, yeah. Yeah, like there's uh, like depression, like obviously like but I had zero motivation, so yeah, definitely a bit of a depressed state. But I think I was just so frustrated with like having anxiety and 
just, you know, me and my, I didn't know what was going with within my body. Like, I was like muscle issues and like, I knew there was a bigger underlying problem, which there was. So that's why I kind of like, I got pushed in the direction and like start finding resources. I started talking to a counselor. I started talking more with my family. I started talking to maybe some of my friends that I know will be a good help. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I'm, you know, doing things more like I'm doing yoga and like that totally has like it's changed just changed Because it's, oh, it, it, does it put you just more in a relaxed state? Because uh, I've had one, I wouldn't even say it was a bad experience. But it was just kind of one of those things where you're just like, I don't really want to do this yeah. for yoga. And it, I'll, I'll say it. But it was like, it was my Mother's Day gift to my mom that I would take it to a yoga class. Yeah, yeah. And it ended up being at the yoga place that we went to. It was more or less bring your child to yoga. And I was, I think this was two years ago. So I was 14 at the time. Or yeah, 14. And I'm the biggest person there. And at that time, I was like 5, 10 or something like that. And... I'm the biggest person there. And we're trying to do these yoga poses that are like a two-person yoga pose thing. And everybody's doing it with their little kid. And it was just, just like, why am I... At that age, yes. Yeah, and it's just like... and then, But at, at that point, I was just like, oh, no, I'm better than this. I'm too cool to do yeah. yoga. But yoga is amazing if you really look yeah. into it. And that's kind of... Yeah. It's kind of the community and you get that, right? Where you... Yeah. There's people that... For me, as a person, I was more of a... Oh no, I'm too cool for this. Where it's just pointless, and that goes along with a whole bunch of different things. Yeah. Right. No, it's yeah, it's game. It's game changing for sure. It's like super broad. Like yoga, it's like people think it's like just stretching and breathing. Like really, it's like I do that like as a soul. Like I, that's one of my only things I do to work out now. I go like two, three times a week. Go to different types of yoga, but it's just like it's a balance. Because I said like as I mentioned before, like physical mental health is connected. Yeah. But you go to the gym, you're just working on your physical health, right? You're working all day. You go to the gym. Like you're, you're just working on your physical health. You're not really working on your mental health. You're not really like finding a way to balance the two. Yeah. Whereas like there's a yoga practice like it's like really popular. It's called Yin, and I look at infused Yin where you like work out really tough in the yoga class to get your heart rate up really high, and you do tons of like different exercises that kind of really like you know push you to limit. But then the last part of the class is like they want to drop everything. So mm-hmm. you go from this crazy high like kind of breathing heart rate kind of mode like you're crazy just like on this like crazy high then all of a sudden the whole idea is like you hold poses for like five to ten minutes yeah and the whole idea is like because you're you're go 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 is to try and find like calmness in chaotic moments so they're the kind of like where that happens in real life let's say you're in traffic you're late for work you're gonna be chaotic you get to work whereas this kind of like finds a way to kind of like interrupt that by because you're training your mind your body be like i can totally like calm myself down in these stressful situations but then also get a good workout. And also it's just like, I don't know, I see it like for me personally, it's like phenomenal. It's been game changing. So. It's been amazing. Yeah. yeah like I, don't, I don't go to the gym really anymore at all. So I just do yoga. That's yeah. It. That's, that's another cool thing to just kind of changing, not only the perspective of just going, Oh, the, I need to work out just this part, but I'm, I'm more focused. You're focusing more in the mind. That's, that's fascinating really. Yeah. And so you've been bringing not only your experiences with that, but have you, you've been having other people on as well. Just kind of like yeah. those videos I've seen that you're talking about, you were doing YouTube and stuff like that. So, yeah, so what started, were you doing there? Yeah. It started off just kind of, as I said, like early on the website, just blogs, like people just kind of put in blog entries and that's when I kind of like, it kind of snowballed. Then I realized like, wow, what if I could actually translate this to, to videos? And I'm like, what if I could actually translate this to like the content hub for like mental health, personal growth, stuff like that. And I kind of like, re kind of I think it was like January this of this year I was like kind of stopped everything I was doing with the whole clothing side of things I'm like this is I like I kind of found a new path of just like finding kind of content that people can grab onto so yeah. then from there kind of just I started just meeting people who had really cool stories like there was like a month time where I just kept running into people like some of them were complete strangers I like, overhear them talk or like bump into them or something and it was just like 
I just like I'm like I have to talk to this person like similar to what we're doing right now yeah and then that kind of asked him hey you care if I like film some of this or kind of capture some of this somehow and then along one of those guys I met ended up being like dude let's do a podcast so let's kind of like find a way to further further do this so a lot of the video clips are from podcasts and stuff like that and um, yeah it's just because like I can share my story and provide a platform but if I can just get constant people to come in and share perspectives yeah. and share stories then all it does is just kind of build up a way a wider range of people that you know I mean you can add assistance to or kind of add connection exactly if you can bring so. in as much people that are not only that that the earlier stages of the same experience you've had then you can kind of be the modern Dr. Phil I guess and just bringing in and kind of solving other people's problems and helping them get through things and that not only is that something great to do, but you can definitely monetize that through ads and stuff like that for yeah. things that are, because I know you started a clothing man and you're talking about entrepreneurship stuff. So money is definitely an incentive for you, I'm assuming. Not to not, not for this not for this topic. Though, I, know, like. I know what you're saying, yeah, but like it wasn't, like not really, it was like the whole idea is kind of aimed towards like a not-for-profit. Oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. Head down that road. It was more just because like I was like, love kind of designing and drawing and yep. doodling and just kind of like it was easy with the clothing and like I wanted to find a way to kind of like be in the mental health community and help I had no education on it yep. but over the past like year I've just kind of learned so much and been around so many people and like my experiences all these people I've met their experiences I'm like I see a way bigger need and that kind of like directed the ship in the direction of like turning into this whole like like as I said the hub the project yeah so you can either way you can still bring generate profit and put that directly back into yes, helping yeah, more people. That's what I was trying to going at too, right? Yeah. So it's it's not profit for you so you can get your Lamborghini, but it's more profit so yeah. you can you can find more people to bring in and more people to yeah. have. That's uh, sustainability. For, exactly. For so like what we're trying to that's, do that's insane. So you were talking earlier and we were kind of going into this before we started recording, but getting people to open up, I think that would be kind of hard for somebody to talk about just all those bad experiences they've had or something terrible has happened in their life. Yeah. And you just kind of see them at a coffee shop. Was it hard for people to open up to you or was it easy? Were they just kind of comfortable with you? Um, they're, they're, obviously, a lot of people approach me. They're all pretty comfortable. Even some of the people who have approached me, they're like, wow, it's the first time I ever talked like that before, like opened up like fully like that. Um, but a lot of these people are people who have overcame obstacles that like yep. some people might find themselves in. So they have like, it's not like they're like in desperation mode. Like most of them are like confident, somewhat more confident individuals. Yeah, they figured it out. And they're more open because they've been through that storm. So they're kind of like, um, like they're still climbing. They still have the struggles. Don't be wrong. But like they're, they're so much more confident, like sharing the story and realizing that like, holy crap, this is what I did to get over that. Like I should be sharing this because like, I feel like it helps something else. So it's a yeah. lot of that going on. That is crazy. So for you, did, how, the project is something big in your life, definitely, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So sure. how did, did it help you kind of overcome, like when you're going through your issues, did you ever use like your doodling or drawing and when you created that logo and the brand, did that help you kind of like figure it out or was this before everything? Yeah. So I sure brought this up earlier in the kind of like the beginning of the project, but like um, when I was young, I same to this, like I've always doodled and drawn, like. It started off when I was really young. I did like hockey players or cars or stuff I was really fascinated to design houses or something like that. And it kind of like, whenever I, I started putting a correlation together of like, whenever I was super anxious, I'd just sit at my desk or like I like in high school or whatever, even too, I just doodle and draw like where like stick men or little stuff. Yeah. And I started like processing all that. I'm like, wow, like doodling is a way for me to kind of like escape my anxiety, kind of a way to combat it. And I didn't even realize it, it was like subconscious, mm -hmm. it was just like there. 
And so that's why I started doing logos and tons of like little stuff. And then that's where kind of all the Rampant Project logos came from with some of the drawings I had and doodles. And I was like, wow, this would look really cool together. But it's like still something I do all the time. I love it. I love just kind of like... So is it? Can, so it's something that you help? So if you ever get 100%. into a stressful moment, you're just like, oh, I'll pull out a pencil. Sometimes, yeah. If I'm sitting at a table, I'm just kind of just like, I'll put the phone down. I'll just start like literally just like doodling whatever's on my mind or I'll put something up. And yeah, yeah it's therapeutic for me for sure. So and that was kind of like earned me the direction of like design and then clothing and then obviously snowballed into the project because I realized like how like at first I used I'd be terrified for something like this especially like when I was your age I would be like this wouldn't happen I'd be mm-hmm. so terrified man like I can't talk to strangers I think a lot of people don't know how to communicate properly still but like I don't communicate at all like especially girls couldn't talk to girls yep. one bit and then yeah it started opening up like a light switch went off and now like I love this like, I love like encounters with strangers and sharing perspectives that's why I love traveling so much because I could go to these isolated or different areas and just communicate with people and yeah. just talk about life not talk about like um, you know what I mean some things that like complain about your phone or complain about your car it's like you're out there talking about life so yeah. it's like life experience or just sorry. pointless things like sometimes and I know a lot of people that really love politics but there's sometimes it's just like that's not the place I I enjoyed listening to a good political conversation every once in a while, but when it's a constant thing, it, that also brings up the stress and just other people. It's just like, oh, come on, I don't want to hear this. So yeah. it's it's definitely nice to see that you're 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 definitely enjoying life the way it really should have been and should be because you're you're relaxed and you're focusing on things that actually matter to you, right? Yeah, I just do what you want to do too, and I. I and once you find a bit of self-worth and, and purpose, you kind of like it gives you a bit more direction too, and it kind of that's why I realized like. I went through all this stuff of like trying to figure out like resources for myself, but everyone's different, especially when it comes to your mind and your body. It's like everyone has a different resource. But yeah. If you could find a way to like, so these people don't have to go through these like struggles of a year long or even lifelong struggle, of like trying to find assistance. Then like, if I can just put information out there, they can grab onto that might be able to like be a shortcut for sure for what they're looking for. Like something worth doing for me. Do, do you ever think that social media is a neg has a negative effect on people with say anxiety and stuff like that? Because I think that's, there's some people that post a lot about on like on social media, and I feel like that hurts their mental health more than anything else. One hundred percent. Like, but you have to read. Like, there's like two things to this point. Like, one, like a lot of to do with like you see a lot of like I'm gonna I'm gonna say girls, females for sure, because you have like the Kylie Jenners and the now the youth, the, the influencers and stuff like that. Like that the people really, that look perfect, kind exactly. of exactly. So it's like, but a lot of people don't realize like. Instagram's a highlight reel, especially when it comes to like people's personal photos who are famous and stuff like that. Like it's a highlight yeah. reel of it's like the best. They never show the worst because like obviously they think no one wants to see that. But like we have to realize that like we're in two thousand nineteen, like we're only gonna become more and more connected with yeah. like, the world and people and like photos and video and stuff like this. So it's one of those things like you have to learn how to like adapt, but you have to learn how to be open minded and step away. Because like there's so many people who are so caught up in their image and like how they portray themselves on social media, they're actually forgetting about how they are in real life. And yeah. just there's a huge disconnection there. So I think it's just like the expectation versus reality thing, being able to like, you know, find that because everyone's expectations are so high when it comes through growing up. It's like I grew up so mostly on social media, you would have grew up like right in yeah, the middle of it. Right on I it. love it. So and you still are going through it too, and like same with myself. And it's just like but you have to be able to like make that disconnection because otherwise then you'll get caught up in it. So yes and no, like we have to learn how to like adapt, but that's why I want to use that to my advantage to kind of get the information. It's, through it's also really nice though to see big social media platforms like Instagram kind of taking, being more self-aware though, like with, with removing likes that really takes away all the gratification that you would get from, oh, I'd like, I got to say like, I'll, I'll get a view and I'll just be like, oh, that's great. But I'm also, I've also got to step back and go, that doesn't mean that what I'm doing is still bad if I'm yeah. getting low views on that. That just means it didn't hit the right place and I got to find a better way to do it. Yeah. So do you think that's 
like it, it's really like it is nice to see the other people and other companies taking off views and stuff like yeah. that. So, is there any other way that you could see, like in the future, implementing something that would motivate people and help them get off the like or like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that. Like people should be posting things more for themselves, not yeah. f- more to try. People are trying to post things to impress others. Yeah, that's why. So as people post photos, ninety percent of people they'll go to like their um, activity feed or whatever. They'll just they'll keep refreshing, refreshing, refreshing to see how many people like their photo. Right, 100%. they're not actually being like, "Wow, it's a good moment." I'm gonna move on, deal with this other life problems, everything I have to do. I'm instead I'm gonna sit there for an hour and keep refreshing my phone screen exactly. and check it in the morning. And again, it's like an ego fuller, and we grew up through that. Like I catch myself doing that sometimes too, and I think. But yeah, there's obviously ways you can always be better, but I think it comes down to the person itself because like Instagram stuff like that, like it's a pretty much that's very good on Instagram. It's unbelievable taking like likes away and even maybe sure. followers or something. But um, I think like eventually like if you gotta realize it's only this only gonna keep getting worse and worse. So it's like finding giving people information and like trying to find a way to kind of I don't know stop not stop but kind of like let them know like hey like chill out for a second like. Go live, go live real life. Like I think the only life. way for people to really do that is to have like a family member go, "Hey, bud, something's wrong. You gotta kind of yeah. step back." Like, did you? Did that ever happen for you? Did somebody, or was it all mental for you? Like finding out, I'm I'm struggling here. Did somebody yeah. step in and help you or anything like that? Yeah, like I always do. My parents always knew I was like super anxious person. I remember I, I'm sitting like this right now. I remember like when I was a kid, I'd be driving next to my dad, like just sitting in the passenger seat, like dude, like relax. Like sitting, and there's always like little things that kind of blip your memory, but they were never kind of like, yo, you should maybe, you know, go talk to your doctor or go, um, you know, they were never kind of, they, they didn't really understand it either. Like I think I kind of came up with this like new age anxiety where a lot of it was social based and like kind of expectation based and like where wasn't something they were kind of ready for so it was, I didn't say ready for like it was a huge dampener but no they were kind of surprised too I think so it wasn't like they could push me in a direction because they're I was like kind of sort of explaining what was going on like whoa like that's a lot not yeah. a lot but just kind of like you know well, it makes sense a lot. it was just kind of making connecting dots more or less so but it is a lot to to as someone if I can't imagine going through what you did at my age like in, at the same age sorry but because that's just so much to so much extra things to kind of deal with Plus, finding yourself and growing up and figuring out what you want to do with your life. Yeah. So all that other exterior pressure came on. That's just, that's a pain. And that's just yeah. something that I definitely think the project's going to help fix people. And not only fix fix minds, more or less. Because it's, it's a great project. And it's something that's really going to help people grow and find themselves and all that other stuff. So let me segue this into another question kind of thing is... Do you want to do this for as long as possible? Is there an end goal or is there anything like that? No, I don't really see like a ceiling or an angle. I just kind of want to keep like chugging along. And it's obviously like the same thing with you as soon as you kind of like explore ways you can grow and maybe make a bigger impact. But it's kind of just like one step at a time. And like I kind of realized like I really, yeah, I enjoy doing like what I'm doing right now. I enjoy meeting these people and finding ways to share their stories. And then kind of um, I enjoy kind of the challenge of mainstreaming like conversation about mental health and yep. mainstreaming personal growth and letting people know it's like okay to kind of talk about it or at least kind of you know look into it to find connections so many people are just like they think oh that's how it is right they put themselves in a corner and i'm trying to like let people know like there's no ceiling to what they want to do too right so i'm kind of you kind of like and that really fascinates me. exactly so, you know, i don't i don't see myself like stepping back or stepping down it's kind of where i want to go so that's great just continue doing what you're doing because that's yeah. a, it's it is it is honestly amazing because if if as if you continue to do what you're doing and continue to grow and continue to find things like that the world will just be a better place yeah and i hope i Heart to heart, because that is amazing. Like, it's amazing finding someone that like, because you're a young guy. You're you've got a good job. You're doing all that stuff. 
finding something that you're really passionate about and all that and it's not only about yourself it's not only about making yourself money but it's making other people's lives better yeah. that it's it's very honorable yeah no and like another really quick thing to add too is just like let people know like for me it's like i need to go through that struggle i need the mistakes to either to find the clarity of what i want to do now yeah so it's like you need like you know i may look back to when i was like i don't know if like 17 to 23 or 22 and it's just like i needed everything to happen in that time frame to get me right now yeah. so it's just like you need those ups and downs i can't just think like Oh, what's my what's my passion right now? It's like just go start doing stuff, like yeah. start moving, start trying things and trial and error. Like you know, you need mistakes for success. So the same thing. All right, man. I'm worried my camera will shut off, yeah, and that's no a that's a constant joke that happens on my podcast. But yeah, no thank you so much for coming on. This has been yeah. not only informative, but I hope it, it it leads people to your page and just so more people can learn about what you're doing and maybe even help out and stuff like that. So everybody check yeah. out uh, the Rambler Project. Everything's going to be linked below, Instagram, all that stuff. I can link your actual accounts down below as well. Anything you want, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, guys, for coming uh, for another episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for the listeners and the viewers on uh, YouTube and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks again, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, man.